Thanks for joining us on HearthCast, episode number 368 for patch 7.3.5. We talk about World of Warcraft and the rest of the Blizzard universe. This is Freckleface. And this is Root. Coming up, we're going to talk about things we don't do in WoW anymore as of patch 7.3.5. And then a world without the remote auction house. What does it look like? It's time to open the HearthCast Legendary Loot Chest and pick a prize for our legendary Patreon supporters. The prize this month is a custom 3D printed Hearthstone made by Root. And the winner of this awesome prize is... Patras! Congratulations! And your Hearthstone is on its way. So hey there, Freckleface. Hey there, Root. Tell me about your week in the Blizzard universe. I'm still getting my Argusian rep up the uh, efficient way. Gucci. Gucci. I just, I still disagree <laughs> that that is not the most efficient way to do it. I'm almost done, and I barely right. spent any time. Yeah, you would have been done already. But I would have spent more time mm. instead of doing it passively. Mm. I'm doing all these missions and getting the tokens. Yeah, and now I, the I, Darkman I, Fair, I'm redeeming oh, them. Yes, that's what. Yes. Yeah. Okay. The acceptable amount of. It's. <laughs> <laughs> You do you. I will. <laughs> it's just, we quest different and uh, we <laughs> rep grind differently. I guess you're not even rep grinding. You're just repping. Yeah. I'm like cherry picking it. Yeah. Rep picking. You're rep, right. Rep strolling. Sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Getting back into hots with the hubby and our, our little friends there. Yeah. Friends there. Yeah. How's that going? Good. We haven't gone back to doing quick matches. Mm. We used to do those back in the day. Mm. We've been staying with AI, and I think it's fine because it's giving us more flexibility to try different characters. I think AI is more fun. You know, I honestly think so too. You have more fun with the group you're with. Yeah. And then if you mess up, it's like you know, it's not. You, you can recover. Well, as long as one or two of us is doing okay then we'll still win the game. Whereas with quick match, you kind of have to all be on point. Right. And if one person messes up, things can cascade yeah. and just falls oh, apart. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. Been leveling a gnome hunter. Named? Freckles. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How's that going? You've wanted a gnome hunter for a while. Yeah, I have. Since back in the days when we were gnomes. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Couldn't have a gnome hunter back then. Nope, couldn't. No. Can now. Can now, and you do. I don't know why I need a second hunter. I'm one of those people now, though. I have a second warlock, and I don't do anything. That's fr- that's a frackle. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I don't do anything with frackle. You just. How's that spelled again? F r o a k l e. Oh, so not frackle. Not frockle. No, it's frackle. <laughs> that's so strange. Yeah, that was a random name. Yeah. That's it. Random name generator. And it said, Veronica. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I'm like, yes, I'm keeping <laughs> this random name. She's very relaxing to level up. Yeah. I already know what I'm doing, you know? Yeah. I have to figure out what all the abilities are. But now, okay, so when you and I are leveling our uh, Nightborns, you were leveling a warlock. I'm leveling a hunter. We kind of uh, changed uh, classes. Yeah we, yeah, we flipped it. I continue to go, hey, Freck, do this. And you're like, yeah, I can't do that until. <laughs> Where's my cookies? Where's my so well? Yeah. I'm like, go, 
Res me. Yeah, res me. Make a portal. You're like, I can't. I get you that to like I'm 60, I'm 70, I'm this. I'm not like, what? You're useless. (laughs) You've said that to me multiple times. (laughs) (laughs) I do not appreciate that. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) But right now, you're useless. Uh, But are you finding yourself when you're leveling your hunter that, that you're like, oh, I don't have that yet? Uh, no, because the things that you're talking about are more u- utility. Utility. All right. Yeah. Do you have any of the pets that you that you would normally use, or? No, but it doesn't really matter. I have um, yet to tame another pet. Really? You know this? Oh, that's right. But the things that you use your pets for are things that don't really matter right now. Like the best pet ability I have on my hunter is the the core hound, uh, bloodlust. Oh, okay. I thought you could so, say the Quillen Res. Yeah, the Quillen Res is cool when you're in a group. The Bloodlust you can use on your own if you're like, okay, I'm going to fight something really big. Rah, 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 rah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But both of those, you know, when you're just grinding at level 20, it doesn't really matter. Mm. Yeah. 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 I've been enjoying leveling my Rogue PX, my Rogue uh, PX 56. Oh. No. Not quite 90. No, not quite nice. Sorry, the joke is never going to get old. No, until it is. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, he's fun. I mean, I'm really enjoying the leveling process with the rogue. Although there's still some broken quests, just the mechanics in it don't really work. It's one of the ones that usually they're vehicle-related or um, mount-related. Like, you have to ride a mount somewhere. They're, I'm still running into those. Yeah. And... Although there was one I had to do, I was, uh, I was in, I think it was Ashen Vale. And it's a druid quest where you get a mount, a flying mount, and you have to fly down into a valley and pick up some stranded druids and fly them back to the top of the mountain. Okay. But you control the flying mount. Okay. You can fly it anywhere you want within that area. And then if you fly out of bounds, it'll dismount and give you a parachute. And you got to run back and get. But right. here's the thing. I'm flying without a license. Ah, can't do that. I don't have it. You just got to have to go to Flight Master and get your flying permit stuff. <laughs> That's true. You, you do. Yeah. Like, I can't, I cannot fly any of my mounts that I have in my mm-hmm. inventory. I can, I can summon them. I can't fly. But yet, I can go to this guy and I can fly his hippogriff around. That doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. It, it, that quest should not be there. I mean, I, I should be able to, it, here's the thing. I should be able to fly anywhere, even if it's that area. I tried, like, summoning my flying mounts from flying my flying mount. No, you can't. Can't fly mine. I wouldn't fly his. about it. Uh, it's like, it's not going to make sense. It's just not. <laughs> it's questing. It's not oh, supposed you know to what, make sense. I know. You know what's cool, though, about my, my little hunter is, like, I can use my, my uh, wolf hawk with her. Okay. The mount I earned oh, on Freckle Face. Yeah. It's the only other character that can use it because it's a hunter only. Yeah. Oh, so you're um, you're order class hall. Mount. Yeah. 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 I didn't think of that. That's cool. And she does this like really cute like spin and like hiya when she summons it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Abuses me. <laughs> I pre-ordered Witchwood for Hearthstone, the next Hearthstone okay. expansion. Uh, I was off by one day. It is going to launch on uh, Thursday the 12th. I really wanted it to be Friday the 13th. Oh, yeah, that would have been good. People were speculating Thursday the 12th. That was mm-hmm. the, the go-to date for a lot of people. I really want It's like, just push it back one day just for thematic purposes. <laughs> Come right. on. I mean, the neat thing is uh, the Australians will get it on Friday the 13th. Yeah. <laughs> so they're like, yeah, we got it, mate. We're good. 
and I clicked install again on hots. All right. I don't remember uninstalling it though. Uh, did you format your drive or anything? No. Oh, weren't you running out of space not that long ago? Yeah, but I got a new drive, uh, and I, maybe that's when I uninstalled yeah. it. Yeah. I don't know. So I don't, I'm not committing. All I'm right. Just, I'm just saying I installed it again. Okay. So, and you and I had opportunity to uh, level our Nightborns a bit together, and we got into a really fun group that was doing uh, quest running, or chain running rather, dungeons. And I think what made it a fun group is nobody was taking themselves too seriously. Yeah. And the the tank knew the uh, the the dungeon was we were in. He knew where to go, and he was like, "Hey, it's over here. Hey, you got to come back over here for this." Oh, I got. He kind of knew, and he was he was okay with waiting a little bit and going back because there's a lot of backtracking in that dungeon to do some of the quests. Yeah, that was um, the Feralis one. Yeah. Dire. Dire Mall? Mall? Yeah, I think so. That guy was nice, too, because, like, once we were done with the dungeon, and then we had to go back and turn in quests, and we weren't even staying after that, I don't think. But he still, like, waited around and, like, kind of, like, guided us to the right spot. Yeah, he was a tank, and he, he hung out and made sure yeah. we got our quest turned in. The turn-in point didn't make any sense. No, it was, like, back the, in the middle of everything. Yeah, it was so weird. Uh, uh, there was a rogue in that. He didn't take himself seriously. He's like, yeah, sorry, I get no abilities. You know, I'm so gimped. I'm sorry, yeah. you know. What level are we now? We're in our 40s, 40s, 45? 40s, yeah. Okay. You so. forget sometimes because it's not really a factor in what you're doing. What's that? Your spells and stuff? Your or level. Your, your level. Oh, yeah. I always watch levels. I watch it, but it's like, eh, it doesn't matter. It's not like I'm waiting to turn a particular level so I can go do something different. Well, I'm watching it uh, for, and we'll talk more about this coming up in, the, in, the, in what we don't do anymore, but I'm watching it for... Um, uh, knowing when to go back, that to make the long trek back to get my next writing skill. I love you a while though, sixty. Yeah, but well, for you and us, but for PX, I got like four levels. Do that an hour. Oh, yeah. So, gotta watch that. Having the itch again for some Diablo, so I might be jumping back in there a little. Okay, that's just something I like jumping in every so often and just you know, oh, just mm. fun every so often. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. And that's been our week in the Blizzard universe. <laughs> You know, Freck, this game now we play, World of Warcraft, it's over a decade old, and things have come and gone. There's things we used to do a ton. You had to do so many things, and now, you know, sometimes they call it quality of life improvements. Sometimes things didn't work the way they wanted it to, and other times things just don't make sense to do anymore. And so this is not a, a huge, and by far not a complete list of all the things we don't do in the game anymore, but... These are just some that we don't do anymore. Like, do you remember we used to pay for the remote auction house? I never did, but yeah, I remember that was the thing. It's like four bucks a month or something. That was two. Was it two dollars a month? Or three? Two or three? Something like that. I never it, thought it was worth it to add on to the subscription price. I I I was a hundred percent. I was on board. Yeah, you like doing that. Yeah, and now we're getting rid of it. Yeah, we'll talk about it later. Yeah. But it used to be something that people paid for. And I am sure if people said, hey, give me that paid option, they would pay again. But we used to do that. Now we don't do that anymore. Warlords of Draenor. How much time did you spend in your mine mining ore? Too much time. Get tired of it. I used to time myself, remember? Yeah. And you'd pick up the speed boosts and everything else and the faster pickaxes. You could stack them. Yep. 
and how long it would take you to get all the ore out of the mine. I had a pattern I would follow. I still actually go back to my garrison and pick herbs. Are they still? Are they? Are you alchemist or out? Or? Uh, a scribe. Okay, so they're still slow, sort of useful. Yeah, because the thing is, I with as a scribe, I can make um glyphs, and the older glyphs aren't. I mean, all the glyphs are cosmetic. Yeah, they're just fun. Right. So even the stuff that is you know made with older materials, I still like getting the recipes for. So to get the recipes, I have to uh, write this thing that makes me discover uh, an ability or discover a recipe, which means I need the old herbs. Oh, yeah. Okay. So you still go back and get your herbs. Yeah, exactly. Your herbs. Um, are you growing all the same kind there? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I just grew the cash crops, the ones I knew were going to sell and make money. Right. What about gardening in Mr. Pandaria? You've gone back to your garden? Ooh, I got burnt out of that. I'm like, can't you just like give me one day where I can just, you know, pull up my plants without incident? <laughs> Why always we fighting something? Yeah, I didn't like the ones that spawned the the creature, or the worst one I didn't like is the one you had to stretch way out and they like, walk back, 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 back oh, until I didn't it mind snaps. That one. Oh, I didn't like it. I understand that like that the stretchy thing is kind of kind of gross. I just weird. didn't like it. Yeah, because once you stretch all the, the way weird back, sound. Yeah. And then you got to run all the way back. Yeah. Or or the vine that picked you up and knocked you around. <laughs> so for a while in Warlords, I was still going back because there was some stuff like juicy carrots were still a cash right. crop to have. <laughs> so I would go back every so often and, and farm. The, I have not been in Legion. I have not come back. I've flown over still my alive. farm. Yeah, it's still, still there. Fine. I've flown over it. And because uh, I... <laughs> so... Uh, the other day, is it, this is when I'm in a trolley mood. I like going to, into Mr. Pandaria or the Warbringers spawn. And I'll summon my mount, my Warbringer mount that I have. <laughs> and then I use my world shrinker so I'm large. Uh-huh. And I just stand in their spawn position <laughs> in my mount. Do you have people come up to you? All the time. <laughs> and some people are funny about it. And some people are like, oh, you think you're so clever. <laughs> because you know you know you got them right you know you got them when they chew you out <laughs> like, <laughs> they yell at you oh you, you think that's funny oh you think that's funny you, you, yeah I think you're it's funny yeah you, you dropped on on your head as a child what is your problem wow. yeah. did you did you eat lead paint what is your problem <laughs> is there asbestos in your ceiling and other people are like ah oh, you got me i was gonna attack yeah. you couldn't figure out why i couldn't attack you <laughs> uh, that good job yeah clap i got a golf clap the other day reminded me nice. of you yeah yeah Thanks. <laughs> well because you golf clapped that one guy with the fish <laughs> he told me yeah I'm like nope <laughs> but yeah i don't do anything on the farm there anymore something i actually miss is when we had to go to our trainers and learn new skills fireball rank two is available go see your trainer yeah, I miss that. There's part of me that miss it because it was like something you had to go do, and it really made the world feel larger. And it was something like, okay, you've learned, you've mastered it here. Now go master the next step of this. And I was like, oh yeah, this is cool. I liked, it. I liked it. I mean, I know like you had to do. Does that it really ever. like feel any feel like anything? Because you're just like paying a little silver. Like it's not really training just to give someone money. No, okay, so like in EverQuest, 
the way EverQuest worked is you could go visit your trainer anytime you wanted to, and you could actually buy the scrolls that taught you the next level or the next spell set or next whatever, because some spells weren't available until like level, you know, the next level. But you could go to that person, buy that spell, and have it on you. You can't learn it until you're a certain level. But then when you were out in the, the world and you would ding, you go, hang on, I need to let me learn some new spells here. So I liked that aspect too, but I, I kind of miss having, I like the idea of going back somewhere and having to do that. I like that. That is gone. For the most part, we don't go back and see our trainers anymore. I don't miss that part because it kind of interrupts the flow of whatever you're doing. Like I, right now, you and I are like deep into Stranglethorn Vale. You know, we're clearing out the dinosaurs. We're clearing out the tigers. They're really involved in helping these people. Like, it doesn't, like, really make sense to have to leave that and go back to the city and then come back. But you wouldn't. You could continue with your rank two or whatever. Yeah, but then you'd be inefficient. Something I have a strong memory of when I first leveled a hunter, and this is not my goblin hunter. This was, like, because she came around in Cataclysm. Yeah, you had an orc hunter. No, I think it was a, it was Alliance. Yeah, okay. It was a dwarf, maybe. So right now... Your pets just come with skills or with abilities that they do. They have them already. You tame them, they already know what to do. Uh, Before, whatever you wanted your pet to do, you as a player had to learn that skill. Hmm. And you had to learn that from a pet. So, like, I would have to tame a turtle, for example, and I would have to fight with that turtle for a long time to be able to learn its bite ability. And then once I knew its bite ability, then I could tame a different pet and train that pet how to bite. Oh, weird. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It was very complicated. That's, that's convoluted. It's convoluted, but like I, I don't know. It was fun. But for, you know, better or worse, you don't have to do it anymore. You used to also have to feed your hunter pets or else they would become un- unhappy and leave. Yes, they would. They had their own diets. So you had to pay attention to if they liked meat or didn't like meat. Feeding the right thing. Clams and stuff. Yeah. There used to be a little smiley face. It was green, yellow, or red. Yeah, that's true. For the mood of your pet. Also gave you another use for all that uh, low-level food other Uh, than just (laughs) cooking it. You had to decide. I remember sending you. Like, I would send your hunter, like, all the clam stuff that I have. You're like, oh, thank you. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And then back when I leveled a warlock in the day, I never got it very far. But when it's time to level the demons, I had to go to this vendor with the grimoires and find the right level of grimoire for the right pet. Yes, I miss this. I remember being very confused. And having to fight to get your demon pets? Uh, You have to fight the demon pets? Yes, I I really, really liked that. Do you remember, like, getting your imp, you had to go all the way down in, like, the basement area and fight an imp to get the imp? Yeah, I remember that. What did it give you? You started with one. Maybe they gave you the imp. You had to fight the Voidwalker. Or you got the Voidwalker to fight the imp. I forget. I don't know. But you see, yeah, you just have to go. You just didn't get them. Now you just get them. Yeah, the same. And with the hunter, you had to wait till level 10 to get a pet. And then you had to tame it. You're just shooting stuff with a bow until then. How about leveling your your unarmed? Oh, I love that. (laughs) I actually got the achievement for getting the unarmed to max level before they took it away. I thought that was funny. 
<laughs> what were you smacking? I mean, how would you do that? Uh, you just go and like find some critters that are a few levels below you and just hit them. Just punch. Yeah. There was one time I was very vivid memory of mine. I've shared this story before, but I was running in um, Duskwood, I think, and I was on the side of a hill, the lions, and there was a guy fighting a bear with his bare hands, his fisticuff. He was like punching the bear, <laughs> and I'm like, "Wow, I'm gonna help this guy," and so I killed the bear. And the guy's like, what are you doing? I'm working on my unarmed. <laughs> I'm like, look like you needed help. Sorry. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. if I do that again. Yeah, see, I get for helping. There's also a lot of not necessarily official events in the game, but there were things we used to do as a player base that you just don't see much anymore. Like we used to kite higher-level monsters into low-level areas and then run away, and it would aggro the whole town and start just killing everybody, NPCs, people. I saw pictures of that. I never saw it happen. I've been on both sides of it. I've been at where, yeah, yeah where, where they put a dragon in somewhere, and you're like, oh, my gosh. And then another <laughs> place where we've kited a dragon somewhere. Right. As a warlock, uh, when you used to summon your infernal, you used to be able to, uh, after a certain amount of time with that infernal, it would turn on you, and you'd have to fight it. That was how it was back in the day. Oh, really? Yeah. Both the Felguard and the Infernal, when you summon them, you'd have to fight them after a while. You would lose your demonic control over them. And if you got out of range from them, they wouldn't despawn. They would just, you would lose control of them. But now you're out of range. So, so now. It would be fighting things. It would fight whatever's around. It would aggro. And I used to oh, take them funny. into lower level areas, summon one, and then fly away. Uh-huh. Like, have at it, buddy. Have at it. And so. I used to do this a lot of times in uh, what is what is the the Alliance outpost in Hellfire Peninsula? Hellfire Citadel. I think it's Hellfire Citadel. No, no. that's not it. Maybe Thr- whatever the I little. I think it's Thralmar. Probably is. It's just a little itty bitty one, mm-hmm. not very large, but it's the first one people get to. And I would go in there, I would summon my Infernal, and I would fly straight up from there. And then you could look down, and all of a sudden the guy he turns red, and he just starts beating everybody. I'd wait through people into the inn, and then I'd fly out. And he'd see him run into the inn, and I'd laugh. And that was the day I got visited by a GM. Oh. Yeah, and they said, yeah, please stop that. <laughs> and I went, you got it. I never did it again. <laughs> That's all they had to say. And they come up their names. They got like a little GM tag, Blizzard tag by their uh-huh. name and everything. You're like, oh. <laughs> and they just said, please stop that. Okay. Yes. We're on the same page. I will never do that again. Well, they consider that griefing, or is it yeah, messing with them? It was griefing. I don't know because you said- couldn't kill the infernal. It was like it was like ten levels above anybody there. We were just killing everybody. NPCs, the innkeeper is killing everybody. Okay. <laughs> I'm laughing. I, I know they won't do anything about ganking. No, this was not ganking. <laughs> Because it, uh, it wasn't a PvP server. It's oh, just, yeah. That's funny. So you'll never spray yourself with perfume to attract a male guard. Yeah, I could say or that. Spray- <laughs> I could say that right now. Or yes. spray yourself with a cologne to attract a female guard. Oh, okay. Yeah. In game? Yep. It used oh, okay. to be how the Valentine's Day oh, holiday yeah. worked. Oh, yeah. It's funny because we talked about that uh, last couple months because during that event when I decided to finally do... <laughs> Do the event? Uh-huh. I thought that's how you still did it, and I missed out. Oh, I'm like, that's funny. Yeah, I'm like, wait a minute. Aren't I supposed to be spraying myself nope. with something? You just, I think you just spray them with some spray now. Yeah. It doesn't matter their gender. 
Yeah, a lot of the mechanics from holidays events have changed since they kind of revamped the entire holiday system. Now we have micro holidays and whatnots. Well, they changed that before the holidays. They changed all the holidays in Cataclysm. That's true. They did. A lot of stuff changed in Cataclysm. I still uh, get bothered by some of the roads that are just have been destroyed since Deathwing destroyed them. Yeah. Like you can't run through. Like you used to be able to run through like one area. Now it's like the road is jacked and you have to go around a tree. Right, right. It's like, look, we we can get Stormwind and Orgrimmar fixed, but we can't fix this road? Come nope. on. What am I paying my taxes for? <laughs> get this road fixed. You don't pay no taxes. Oh, that's true. No, wait, you're doing the auction house. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Dude, what am I paying my taxes? That's my taxes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I remember in Dalaran during Lich King grouping up with people doing gear checks before a dungeon. Oh, goodness. People are using add-on to find it, right? This was before the gear check add-on. No, you had to use an add-on for it. Oh, yeah, that's right. It yeah, because um, like, your item level wasn't something that they would showed you. Yeah, it was the gear score add-on. Yeah. It was like a WT something mm-hmm. gear score add-on. You line up, you get inspected. To see if you are worthy to join this guy's team. Mm-hmm. Then they scout off. And there's always bad, like, if you knew you didn't get picked, and you just are like, oh... <laughs> get picked yeah now you just get auto rejected through the group finder i do miss the uh the gold dragon kill point runs did you ever go on those i've done a couple of those i made yeah, those so fun. much money doing that so much gold just run in there you run in and basically for you guys who don't understand it uh all the loot gets passed on everybody passed on the loot it went to one person at the end of the run everybody got the bid how much they wanted to spend gold-wise on that loot. So if a particular chess piece dropped, and it was like, oh, that chess piece dropped, you could spend gold on that. You could bid against other people. So one person can bid like 500 gold, another person might bid 1,000 gold, whatever the case might be. And at the end of the whole thing, if you stayed to the end, everybody lined up and you got your share of the pile of gold that just got donated, minus a little commission fee, I'm sure, uh, for the, that gold, that dragon kill point run. Yeah, so you could either go and make a lot of gold or you can, if you're very high geared, or you could go and get some really good pieces very easily if you were at lower gear. Yeah, and that was a, it was a great way that if you had gears, a lot of times I went on the runs where I didn't need a single piece of gear. I would just go on the runs and I would line up and get, you know, 5,000 gold. for. And at the time, that was a huge deal. Right, right. Like, holy cow, I made 5,000 gold off that run, oh, which is still a big, pretty big deal. The the dragon kill points was you were rewarded a certain amount of points if you were you come every week, you were able to bid on more stuff. So it made it more interesting. But now we have... The dungeon finder. And it just puts you in a group or auto-rejects you, as you said. <laughs> puts you in a group. Well, you can you can set the, uh, the, the gear threshold, level threshold. Yeah. And then if you don't set the threshold, you can still look at a list of people like, I don't like their gear score. It's deny. I don't, I don't even do that. I just create a group and let it auto-fill. The only thing I do is I kick out someone if they're not close to me. Uh, are you talking about for World Quest? Well, that's yeah, World Quest. Yeah, you can let them yeah. auto-fill. But yeah, if you're doing a mythic... You have to pay attention yeah, to Yeah, you do. Or else some, you know, well, you can do, there's a little checkbox you can do to limit the, the gear score. Yeah. 
think set the minimum. I think it auto sets a minimum too. Like Probably a recommended does. one. Yeah. It's always interesting to me to watch how the game changes and progresses over the years. And there's a lot of nostalgia in what we talked about, the things we used to do. And I'm sure as this game continues to grow and evolve, there'll be less things we do and different ways we do things. And we know this isn't a list of the complete things we don't do anymore. So, hey, if you have a favorite thing that you used to do that you don't do anymore, reach out on social media on the Twitters or Facebook. Let us know what that is. Hey, folks, one of the things you can do to help us out here on the show is by sharing HearthCast with your friends and guildmates. Just letting them know about HearthCast is a great way to show your support for the show. Thank you. Recently, it was announced that Blizzard will be doing away with the remote auction house. It's going the way of the dodo bird. It is. It is. You know, as we talked about earlier, this was something that was initially a premium service. Yes. I couldn't find information for when they stopped charging for it. I just noticed they had a free preview. I found the story for this was like 2011. A free preview that came to an end. It's two ninety nine a month. I remember the fears being that when they quit charging for it, that the speculation was they were going to not have it anymore. Oh. They weren't going to support it because the, the, the thought process was, hey, if we're paying for this, even if it's 2 to $3, whatever it was a month, if we're paying for this, that means we're paying for the support and development of this. Yeah. And so the fear was back then, hey, we're not paying for this anymore. That means it's not going to be updated and developed. Well, there Truth you go. be told, Truth it be wasn't told. updated or developed. <laughs> Years later. Well, they never came out the notifications. I guess I can stop being salty about that. (laughs) (laughs) That's how they're dealing with you. They're like, we are so tired of Freckle Face complaining about this. Just shut the whole thing down. (laughs) Uh, And you mentioned it always um, thinking that you're logged in. Yeah, always. Oh, it's like you you log in and like, hey, I'm going to go do, I'm going to check on my auctions. Or, Uh you know, you haven't played since since last night. And you log into the character and it goes, "Uh, you're currently logged into the game. Please wait. One minute before it's like, what? No. And sometimes he used to freak me out. Oh, because he thought someone was in your account yeah. logged in? I'm yeah. Like, and then, it's you know, just like, there's no way someone's in my account unless Blizzard changed my password again. Thanks, Blizzard. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so it would do that. And then a lot of times if you switch between characters to check another auction, it would do the same thing. Like, I don't know, you're, you logged into the game. You're like, I was just here. I had only experienced that a few times, but yeah, as soon as I read the announcement, I was like, oh, that reminds me, I, I need to go sell something, and I tried to sell it. Just kept giving me an error message. It let me go through the whole process of finding the item and then setting the price, and then just as soon as I hit, you know, list auction, I'd be like, no. Or it starts to do it. It's like it's like thinking about it, thinking about it, uh, no. Yeah. And, and then everything blanks out right, for you. And you're like, right. oh, what? I was just in there. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> So what do you think the future is going to hold now uh, that we're going to be losing the remote auction house? What do you think is going to happen? Okay, so they have said at one point, it it was not with this announcement, they said at one point that they were going to try to do an app that integrates, like the companion app. Like we knew they were coming out with something different for the next expansion that's going to be similar to the order hall, but not quite the order hall. But that would have a companion app and they would try to get the, the WoW app with it, I guess. Yeah, there was speculation they were going to merge. Yeah. Um, what is odd is that they did not release a statement along with it that said we're going to 
we're revamping the auction house or we're going to do something better. They didn't say anything, which makes me believe that whatever is going to be the end result of this is not going to be popular initially. Yeah, because if they start sharing their plans now, opening that up for feedback, as it were, then it can dash some plans. However, what they've opened themselves up for is a lot of speculation. Right. One theory is that they're going to be moving away from the idea of an auction house uh, where you set your own price and more into like a trading thing where you can uh, sell your stuff for whatever the market rate is. And then Blizzard's going to be controlling that market rate? Yeah. That theory is the one that spawned off of the fact that there is a rampant amount of gold trading and gold selling happening on the remote or on the auction house in general. Yeah. And they're trying to sell gold themselves. They don't need the competition. Right. And so you go on there and you see like a, a simple note and it's selling for 10,000 or 10 million gold. Yeah. You know what's going on. Yeah, exactly. Somebody paid real money for a simple note for someone to buy their auction. Yeah. Yeah. The gold trade definitely hurts them. You know, hurts the amount of money that they can uh, get for their gold tokens. I think in a way it keeps people less engaged too. When you have people that uh, are subscribed to the game, because you have to be able to trade, but you're never in the game, it makes makes the world feel less populated. And it allows the player to kind of get in their own little bubble where all they're doing is just kind of playing with numbers. They're not really playing with the game. They're just buying cheap things and relisting them. They do that on a daily basis. Right, but you're also playing the game. I play the game, but on a daily basis, I am in the remote auction house. I'm buying low. I'm relisting. I'm selling high. Uh, I've talked about it ad nauseum on this show about how I use the remote auction house. Mm-hmm. This is not just the app, by the way. The, the web services are going away as well. I can never figure out how to use a web service. <laughs> I tried a few times. <laughs> For a Never. while, there was a really cool Chrome add-on for it, too, okay. that I used to use. Um, but I got away from using the websites and more of the uh, into the mobile app just because it was more convenient. Yeah. And now that is going away. You, you hit a key point uh, about people using it. If I'm using the remote auction house, whether it be on my phone or the website, that means I'm not using the auction house physically using it in game. My character is not at the auction house in game. If your character's not at the auction house in game, that means other people can't see your character at the auction house in game. And that makes the world feel less populated. So when numbers are perception and perception is reality, that hurts. It does. We are in an age, and this affects everybody, we're in an age now where reputation and opinion means more than about anything else. We've talked about this with uh, stuff that happened with EA. So when people don't see a lot of people in game, this always amazes me. You see this a lot of times on a lot of the social media or Reddit or anywhere else. They go, oh, there's nobody playing this game anymore. Maybe in your circle. And that's the thing. That circle, like if they go on and they don't see anybody they know and nobody's sitting there in Duskwallow Marsh where their character is, then the perception is nobody plays. So if you are, like, for instance, if you've gone to Booty Bay, to the neutral auction house in Booty Bay when that was a thing, and now nobody's using a neutral auction house in Booty Bay because all the auction houses are connected, you're like, oh, man, auction house is dead. 
Booty Bay's dead. Nobody's playing this game anymore. <laughs> I love when people throw the the term dying around. Like, yeah. Like on the announcement, there's like a thread and then, why are they doing that? Because WoW's dying. Yeah. It's like, all right, is there, if their subscriber numbers are not the same as they were a few years ago or in their heyday, it's still a steady amount. Yeah, and even it's sustainable. They, yeah, and even if they've, are pulling back and like kind of consolidating uh, the features that they have because they just kind of, you know, overstepped or like overextended, I would say. You know, sometimes they got to pull back. Doesn't mean like, oh, they're going to slowly shut down everything. Uh, one thing I thought about was that, and you might, you might take offense to this. <laughs> I'm sorry. But they might feel that inexperienced players or new players are being taken advantage of by the auction house. Because they don't know what they have? They don't know what they have. So they put up like something that would sell for, you know, 5,000 gold and they put it up for like 50. Yeah, because they don't know. Because for all they know, it's just like, all right, this is low-level gear. You know, nobody really needs it. Maybe they don't. But maybe due to its transmog, it's really cool and it's got, you know, people that would pay a good amount if they came across it. And they just don't know to sell it for that high. Or you, you would come across people who would list things for below the vendor price still do there yeah. is no reason for that yeah i still do i used to buy a lot of that stuff and go sell it to the vendors yeah uh just to make a couple gold and profit but it's not really worth it so that could end up being a bad experience for new players if they're having you know hard time getting gold uh as opposed to let's say you switch to a, a fixed system they get a drop in a dungeon that looks really cool and they they can see in-game without any sort of add-on that it has a market demand of like 15,000 gold. And they're like, that's really cool. And now they get a windfall. And now they're really excited. I looted a while back a BOE sword that like looks like a lightsaber. Ooh. And goes for like half a mil. And I went to look at it and see what it looked like on my character. And accidentally equipped it. Oh, no. When I submitted my ticket, I explained to them, I said, I did not mean to equip this. I meant to, mm -hmm. s to preview it. Mm -hmm. I wanted to sell it on they the didn't auction help you, house. They did they? No. no. They said it's bind on equip and you, you equipped it. it. But now you have that cool appearance. Don't care. <laughs> okay, well, on that vein, well, it makes the, you. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, well, here's the thing. Okay. Now, uh, that item is no longer worth that half mil because you can get the free uh, appearances, like the, the effects, the glowing effects. Uh, like, yeah, yeah. So that was before you could get all those cool glowing effects. I see. So, so on that same vein, so when you and I were running our Nightborn, uh, this axe dropped is like the butcher's yeah. thing. And it looks pretty cool. Yeah. And according to your add-on, it sells for uh, like 100K. Mm-hmm. Um, I checked on my auction house. I checked on my auction house add on. It showed me the most recent listings and it also showed a hundred K. I put that thing up for seven different times. And it has not sold. Wow. Between 75 K and a hundred K has not sold with a buyout and hold on yards. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Don't know. Um, I was honestly about to list it for half that is about to try it at 50 K. Um, but then it told me I had to wait a minute after locking <laughs> out. So I'm like, okay, I guess I'll, you never went I'll back. do that yeah. later. And by that, I mean, forget about it forever. Yeah, pretty much. 
that also highlights the need for some sort of want to buy system. You know, because things like that that are rare, you have no idea what people are looking for. And someone might go like, yeah, I really like that appearance. Hardly anyone has it. You can't sit there and spam that every day or when somebody does do it and when they put it up for the auction house for 12 to 48 hours, the one person who's looking for it happens to check for it you know, during that short amount of time it's up in the auction house and stuff ends up being not sold and then you never get your stuff. So EverQuest had a system like this. It was horribly convoluted, but you had to leave a character logged into the game. And you would walk up. They called them a. a they call what well, we called them mules at the time. It was your banking tune, and you logged into the game. And your banking tune had to be in a area that was designated for the banking tune. You went up and you got your banking permit or whatever, <laughs> and it would tell you where you were supposed to go stand. And it gave you a weird ribbon, kind of glowy ribbon in the air path that you had to follow to go where you're supposed to stand and you could put on there all the stuff you were selling would be there for the price you wanted to sell it for and anything you wanted to buy you could have how much you wanted to pay for it yeah then people would come up to the front entrance of this marketplace and either either buy or sell stuff and you could find a buyer or you could find someone who's selling something it would go okay i'm gonna buy this and it would, it would say okay here is the path and do the same ribbon thing to this person and run all the hundreds of people in this marketplace, hundreds. Mm-hmm. And run all the way over to the person that had the thing you wanted, and you would buy it from, or the thing that they you wanted to sell them, you would sell it to them. But you had to be logged in the game to do it, which is convoluted. <laughs> I like the idea of a want to buy system, though. Yeah. Uh, I have a weird, sneaky suspicion we won't get that because I think it had to be something you'd have to have like an escrow account of sorts. Might be able to yeah, like, you'd have to you'd have to put the put the money down right to be able to do one to buy. So the con of it would be you'd have people who would spam it like I want to buy the most expensive thing for one copper. All right, whatever. Mm, no, see, I don't think of that way. No, no. So I think um, they would go talk to a goblin, probably, or uh, I guess it doesn't matter. An NPC, and the NPC say, "All right, well, what are you looking for? Well, I'm looking for this crown." And I go, okay, that crown, the fair market value for that crown is 1,500 gold. How much do you want to spend on this crown? And you go, okay, well, I'm gonna, you can't spend less than 1,500 gold because that is the current fair market value of that crown. Okay. Based on what is being sold through uh, the, that vendor or all the vendors. It'll all be yeah. connected. Yeah. So you say, okay, I want to spend 1500 on that crown. Cha-ching, you put your 1500 down. Well, maybe mm-hmm. now you walk up or another person walks up and says, I want that same crown. Well, the going market rate is 1500 Here are all the people who are, have their bids in. How much do you want to bid? Well, I'm going to put down 1700 And now the market begins to climb. The market value for that crown climbs. Next person comes in and goes, well, I'm going to spend, you know, I'm going to drop, I really want it, so I'm going to drop 500 k into this thing. And now everybody who has their money sitting there, they're going to get the thing that says, hey, uh, you, know, you probably come back at any time and cancel it, or do you want to re-up and, you know. Because you might have someone come in and go, okay, I could use the 500K, mm-hmm. and I'm going to sell it to this guy, I'm going to get which most people would do. But somebody, 
would come in and go, I like that person's name. That's creative. I'm going to sell it to them. Yeah. I think the opposite of that, though, is I would think you would need an ability to be able to say want to buy it for whatever low price that you wanted to. Um, you can do that in the auction house with the bids. That's kind of how those work. Yeah, but you get your minimums and maximums well, and times. Well, here's the thing. Like, there's a lot of things that don't sell. So, like, this this cleaver that I got that you told me is worth 100K. Obviously, if I can get 100K for it, I would like 100K. If the only person on our realm who wants to buy it only has 2,000 gold and was like, I would pay 2,000 gold for it, I would still take it. I would like to have that option to know if somebody would want to buy it but can't afford it. Or they want to buy it, but they just think it's, the price is a little bit too high and they're holding out on it. Uh, which is really my rationale for uh, when I sell pets. A lot of times, I don't put a buyout price. Mm. I will put a very, very low bid price on it. Because it's not something that people need. It's not something that you have to have right away. It's not really time sensitive, for the most part. I mean, you could be buying a specific pet to do a specific battle that's a weekly. But other than that, it's just too... Like, hey, there's something in my collection. I want to add add this to my collection, and that's it. So I'll put the price at one gold. If it goes up to 200, then I know somebody paid 200 gold for that pet, and that's that's what someone was willing to pay for. And I'm like, all right, well, I got whatever gold willing to pay for it. That's fine. So if they're doing a want to buy, you would have to be able to do both ends of the both ends of the spectrum, or else stuff just won't move. The way right now, stuff just doesn't move unless. You know, the person who's selling can be really knowledgeable about how in demand that item is. Yeah, it's one of those things, the uh, the auction, we've talked about things in the game that it's time to revamp, and auction house has always been on our list. And I think this might be the beginning part of a auction house revamp. I think you're right. I don't think they're going to come in with fixed pricing. Yeah. But I do think that they may come in with um, some caps somewhere. Yeah. Uh, be, something that says like you obviously paying you know plain paper or whatever what is you know it's not going to go for a million gold so although I've sold one uh, not for a million gold but I sold one for a couple thousand gold and it was just a plain letter that someone bought and what did you have written on it I, thank you I don't remember what I wrote on it it's, <laughs> it's been so long and I was like wow someone bought that that's crazy yeah. I, I thought I actually thought it was you who bought it and you're like no I didn't buy that I'm like, yeah, okay. I wouldn't do that no no, I, I'm still kind of holding to, like, I, it would not surprise me if they came out with a fixed price for their trading because of the fact that that just seems to be the direction that they are going in with their player base. Like, I don't think they want to give their players the amount of free reign with the gold that, that we're used to having. In a way, they're kind of making it equal, which might be part of what the uh, the missions are doing. You know, everybody has a chance to go in and, you know, get do a Easy mission for 750 gold, you know, at max level. And I, I don't think they want new players to never be able to make any money because of their ignorance. And I think they really want to take away the ability for people to use the auction house to facilitate uh, money transactions. I just think it's the last piece that yeah. they're, they're going to go after the, the gold sellers. Yeah. I don't think that's why they're getting rid of the remote auction house. Uh, I think they're getting rid of the remote auction house because it's old technology that they don't want to support anymore. I but instead of coming out with something better, you know, like there's, so, there has to be, 
a reason for not prioritizing that. And this is why I think it's not a priority for them. We don't and we'll never have access to the statistics, but I bet you if Blizzard looks down and it goes, hey, we have a vast majority of our population using the remote auction house, let's fix it. Versus, hey, we have like 10% of our population using a remote auction house. Is it worth us maintaining? That's a business decision, and yeah. they're not dumb people. No. They're not going to do something. They're going to know, hey, the vocal minority is going to, or is it the vocal majority? Minority. So they're going to, they're going to be up in arms about this. They're not going to be happy. We understand. But the majority of our people aren't using the remote auction house. Why would we spend money maintaining this thing? It's legacy code. It doesn't work well. We need to focus our efforts. I mean, bottom line, Blizzard has never done a good mobile anything. They're getting better. Yeah. But they're just not a good mobile, whatever, for whatever reason, it doesn't translate well to mobile. I still cringe every time it, my companion app doesn't log me in right away and it plays the sound effects really loud. I have all my sound effects turned off. They're turned that. off, but it doesn't check whether or not they're turned off unless you're logged in. Oh, that's right. You're right. Yeah. yeah. So, but then I have my, my phone volumes are always off too. Oh, okay. so. <laughs> Uh, probably because of that. So, you know, the the point being is, what is Blizzard going to actually spend? Where's where are they going to get the return from? So, if they can take the resources that were being spent on supporting and maintaining the remote auction house, which was probably seven dollars and fifty cents a week to that, you know, some dude named Ben to go out there and fix it, and he wasn't doing his job right, then, um, okay, now Ben can go do something else. All right, do you think this affects their decision at all that that the the people who'd be the most invested in the remote auction house probably aren't paying with their credit card for subscription? They're probably making <laughs> enough gold to just Sure. <laughs> yeah. They're making gold to to go buy tokens. Right. Yeah, I haven't paid for the game. I haven't paid for Legion since I bought Legion. Oh, nice. I haven't paid for a a subscription in almost a year now? Yeah. How long's Legion going on? Wait a minute, let's go back to that. that. A couple years. So yeah, um, I, I think I paid for like one month of Legion, and since then I've, I've stockpiled tokens and and done fine. Um, and I use a remote auction now. So if you look at me yeah. with a with a sample pool you of were, one, <laughs> you were why they were shutting it down. <laughs> That's the conclusion of this. Yeah. No, it's not me. Root um, killed it. Yeah, yeah, Root killed it. Way to go. Um, but if you look, yeah, if you look at sample pool of me, I use remote auction house on a daily basis. I flip a lot of stuff. And because of that, yeah, maybe, maybe they're looking at the fact that, hey, we have a lot of people making gold, but it's not going to stop me. That's the thing. I don't have the remote auction house. Fantastic. What am I going to use? Splash top. I will park a tune again. I'll park, you know, a, a, a tune fat wallet uh-huh. or whoever else at an auction house. And I will come in to work and I will log on my computer or my phone. It kind of is tiny on the phone, though. Yeah. Uh, or a tablet or anything else. And I will re- I will use re- the auction house remotely. Can't use it in the toilet. Yes, I can. Oh, because they have a splash top app. Yeah. The app's on my phone. The app's on my tablet. Yeah. So you still can't. So it's still possible. I can remotely gonna, access the auction house. Yes. Yes. So it's but, not going to. In fact, I'll get better tools that way. Right. But it's not going to be an optimal experience, and a lot of people aren't going to choose to do that. 
do you remember in uh, Warlords of Draenor with our mission tables, I used to park my tune right in the middle between the two tables and I would be able to log in via Splashtop even on my phone. Yes, I remember that. Yeah, and I would do my missions all day long. And when I show the folks, I mean, I was at a, at Blizzard and showing Blizzard employees, yeah, this is what I was doing. Here's how I, <laughs> they're like, what is going on? And uh, actually, that's when we found out that Splashtop had actually been in conversation with Blizzard to allow remote access like full time, like within, like na- natively in the client. Yeah, crazy. And, and it was just because of gameplay is not smooth. Yeah. It's not something like I was talking to somebody not too long ago about Splash Top. And I was like, well, I, would, I wouldn't raid with it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I, I barely quest. With, I move my character around and that's about it with <laughs> it. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll definitely 100%. I will park a tune. Fat Wallet probably. Or that's he's Alliance. So I'll need a, another one on, on the Horde side. And I'll go park him at the auction house right in front of the auctioneer. Just click and do my auctioning that way. And the cool part about that is I'll get all my add-ons because the add-ons aren't going to go away because the API is still going to be there. So the add-ons will still work the way the add-ons have always worked. So I'll be able to get in there and get probably better deals uh, with less work, honestly, than uh, because right now with the remote auction house, if I want to make an educated guess on what I'm going to be purchasing or selling, then I need to have other websites open, the Undermine Journal, WoW Auction, and I need to have those open to make decisions. As opposed to in-game, your add-ons already incorporated into it, so you can tell what it's worth. Correct, yeah, because they, they actually go off and they query the same things I would, would be querying. So, doing it for me, the add-ons. So, we'll have to see. I don't think we're going fixed price. Okay. It'd be interesting. Uh, I, I have a hard time seeing that. Because they, they wouldn't have invested that much money into the, gold, into the coin market, the token market, sorry. I just wish what they would do is go ahead and make that token like a Bitcoin. <laughs> so you can trade it yeah i i think they don't want people to trade around for it though that's know, the whole they point don't. they don't they don't want people to make money without making money yeah <laughs> <laughs> so all right well i think we have discussed this topic uh in depth i'm interested to hear what everybody else there's a lot of theories floating around these days on it but if you guys want to talk about it hit us up in our discord that's bit.ly forward slash hearthcast and you can join the conversation right there with other people in our discord chat server here's your random blizzard factoid in early history there were dragon flights from every color of the rainbow only five of these dragon flights held dominion over their brethren and were chosen by the titans to shepherd the budding world of azeroth and that's going to bring us to the end of this episode of Hearthcast. Special shout-outs going to Hattrass for being our legendary Patreon winner for this month. Want to thank all of our friends on Facebook, followers on Twitter, and chatters in Discord. And as we close the show, most of all, we want to thank you for listening. <laughs>